Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast. It's like I even considered our friendship, like I just thought, nah, it's... I'm at what they call a D-dar. This podcast is out the window now. I, only because I Googled it. Like, I... You're cheating, man. What are you doing? But I cannot be at peace with pineapple oh, and pizza. Yes, welcome to the Real Talk Podcast. This is episode five. I am your host, Phil. And in this episode, I was joined by Jade from our Sheffield office. Jade works in recruitment. She lives in Derby and she is a fan of pineapple on pizza. Let me know your thoughts in the comments on that one. Here we go. Hi guys, welcome to episode five of the Real Talk with ECO podcast. Today, a little bit excited. We're joined by Recruitment Ninja. Greenpeace campaigner and president of the Pineapple on Pizza Society, Sheffield's finest. It's only Jade Shop. Jade, how are you doing? Hello, guys. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm not bad. How are you? I'm really good, thank you very much. It's Friday, so could be worse, couldn't it? So yeah. So as I say, uh, you are uh, you're based. You you're, you are based in Sheffield, aren't you? You're you're based down the road. I am. I am only down the road from our office, um, but I'm a little bit from everywhere, so. I actually live on the outskirts of Derbyshire, but I was born in Sheffield and I've always worked in Sheffield. So I'm at what they call a D-dar. A D-dar? What's a D-dar? It's a Sheffield term, Sheffield term for somebody that's born in Sheffield. A D-dar? A D-dar. Is, is there any like meaning behind that or is it just a... I don't know. <laughs> I might, I, I, might, I might just Google that, a D-dar. Google it. It's going to mean um, something awful, isn't it? <laughs> how, how are we spelling that? D-double-E, D-dar. What's a D-dar? Here we go, here we go. Uh, what's a D-dar? Um, uh, D-dar, Urban Dictionary. A D-dar is a person from Sheffield slash South Yorkshire or supporter of the city's football teams. See, and I am. Uh, I am a blade all of the way. Sheffield, you're, ah, so you're, you're not an owl, you're a blade. Oh, yeah, I'm not an owl. Oh, no. no. <laughs> if anyone knows, any listeners know what the origins please of Deed are, tell us please me. tell us because we need to know. If we're going to start calling Jade a Deed, then we need to know why. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just want, obviously, I want people to, to get to know a little bit more uh, about you. So, if you can kind of give us a brief overview of, 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 um, of your background career wise and sort of what led you to, to, to EC in the first place. Aye, so um, believe it or not, I've done outbound, right. I've done a bit of appointment setting, a bit of team leading. Did it for a little bit and then decided to take a break. So I went into retail um, and decided that that really was not for me. Um, yeah. So I came back into sales, but it was um, more the charity aspect. So I did okay. door-to-door fundraising and I absolutely loved it. I met some incredible people while I was doing that. And I had amazing experiences where um, we took on the Greenpeace campaign and I got to go down there and, and fundraise for them. So that was absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah. I got to go down to the headquarters and, and meet all the team that they work with and go on their one of their Esperanza ships that only docks like every four years. So that oh, wow. was absolutely incredible. But it opened my eyes as well to a lot of the stuff that's going off in the world at the moment that I think people don't really realize what's going on um, with regards to plastic waste um, and what we're doing to our planet so it was a real eye-opener for me as well so it was amazing so to go out there and actually talk to people about what's going off in the planet and getting people to sign up to charity um, that was a really good feeling so yeah absolutely that job Um, and then I did a bit of recruiting so I've done a bit of recruiting for about four years after that um, and obviously that's what led me to EC. I decided that I needed to settle down and um, just look for something a little bit more sustainable and get back into a business. 
Um, and yeah. then that's when I met the lovely Nikkei. Um, and then, yeah, the rest is history. Changed, changed, changed your life. <laughs> changed the world, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the, just touching on the, uh, the Greenpeace, um, Jade, was that there, like your, your sort of um, wanting to make a difference and wanting to learn more about what's going on in the oh, world, was yeah. that there before you started sort of working um, with Greenpeace or was that just a case of you ended up working with Greenpeace and that opened your eyes to everything? No, it's always been in the back of my mind. Like when I was little, I wanted to be a marine biologist, but then I discovered that I had to be good at science and I'm not good at science. Or <laughs> so yeah, so that weren't going to happen. But I've always wanted to work with animals. And we actually found a poem that I wrote when I was a little, little tigger at school about litter oh, wow. and rubbish. So obviously it's always kind of been there. Um, so yeah. I do know the importance of it, um, but I think it's become, become more apparent, hasn't it, over the last few years of how important it is. So, yeah, so being given that opportunity was absolutely incredible. So do you get the opportunity sort of now to still get involved with initiatives and campaigns and things? I or are do, you just too... yeah, I am, I am obviously a giver, so I obviously give a certain amount of money to them on a monthly basis and I get like letters and stuff through from them. And then you yeah. can be as involved as you want, so I'll share things and bits and bobs on Facebook, like petitions and things that they have run in. So, yeah, I'm involved kind of that way as well. So I still yeah. have it, like, with me all the time. So I did see that, that one that you'd shared on Facebook. I think it was around the... Um, the people just disposing uh, the face masks in oh, the street. Oh, it's so annoying. Oh, it really, really like, raided. Do you know what it is? When I, I first saw that, and I thought, nah, surely people can't be doing that. Yeah. But the more you go out and you look around, you just think, like, at, w- at what point does it enter somebody's mind to think that's okay to do? Like, obviously, the, the fact that it's, in fact, from an environmental point of view, it's horrendous because birds and wildlife can get caught up in, the, in those things. Yeah, but from a... From a, a, a virus point of view, like if you've had it and then you've just discarded it on the floor. I know. You just think like, people would have a little bit more common sense. It's the animal thing, obviously, really does annoy me because I love animals a little bit more yeah. than human beings. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I animals don't talk back. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, not just the virus thing, but having some self pride, like you live there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why wouldn't you want to be in a nice, clean place? Like, just tidy up after yourself. It's not rocket science, is yeah. it? Just put it in the bin. I was going to say, like, it's it, again. I mean, I can only sort of emphasize with it because, um, I mean, I don't really go shopping much. But when I drop the kids off at school, the, the rule is you sort of you have your mask on as you're approaching the school and when you're leaving the school. And like the amount of even just the last couple of days that I've seen in bushes and on the grass and in the road, like people just I haven't seen anyone do it yet. And if I if I did, I would say something. But like the amount you see lying around and you just think, like, how is this OK? It's like, no, it's... it's not OK, is it? No, it's not. No, no. And but, the younger generation is supposed to learn from us as adults as well. So, like, come on, just take a bit of responsibility. Set, you know set, I mean? set an example. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree. Um, so obviously, you were you said you're born in Sheffield, but you lived in Derby. So you're almost the opposite of what we had the conversation we had with Holly. She was born in Derby, and trees moved to to Sheffield. What what was the? Why did you decide to kind of? live in in Derby I mean I know it's geographically it's not that far but it's not I'm I'm kind of on the border so where I live in Killamarsh there's actually um a part of the road where if you are on the left side you're in South Yorkshire and if you're on the right side you're in North East Yorkshire (laughs) Ah, Valley Country Park I've spent a lot of time there 
Um, so yeah, Derbyshire's like on the outskirts, but I am a lot more Sheffield um, involved. I went to high school. Um, well, it was that was actually Rotherham, um, but that, again, that's really close to to Sheffield as well. Went to Wales High School up there. Um, so yeah. it is all where I am. Everything's quite close. We're like in the centre of like everything, if that makes sense. Yeah. And how, I mean, have you, have you been up to Walden yet? I haven't. Have I've been... never been to Newcastle, Phil. What? Hold on, me, let's, hold on, hold on. Let's just sort this <laughs> straight out. You've never been to Newcastle? No, I've never been to Newcastle. I'm dying to come up. I really am. Oh, man. Well, obviously, at the minute, it's probably not a good idea no, to come up to Newcastle. Come up but... at the moment. Oh, oh you, yeah. you need to, man. It's like, but again, I think you probably feel the same way about Newcastle as I do about Sheffield because I've, I mean, I have been to Sheffield once or twice, but like about New City, like I love them. I love exploring to see what's going on and what, you know. Um, as far as sort of Sheffield is located, well, our office's location anyway, like what's it like for you working in the city centre? Because up here, like in Bolden, it's, it's sort of, it's quite a way away from me that Sunderland or Newcastle's city centre. It's quite sort of a rural area. Yeah. Like what what how do you find working like smack bang in the middle of the city centre? So I don't drive. Um I do I, I think I want to in the future, but I want to obviously be able to purchase an electric car. It's just a decision that I made again for the environment. Yeah. Like use public transport if you can. Um but it's just something that I've adapted to. It does take about forty five minutes for me to get into the city centre, but it's that time in the morning that I have to myself or I'll sit and read yeah. you know what I mean get my thoughts together um and then I do love the hustle and bustle of the city centre but in the morning it's quite quiet so it's quite peaceful but obviously during the afternoon it does pick up and the life um in the city centre is quite thriving normally obviously at the moment not that yeah. way but um everything's really close together in Sheffield as well so it's quite nice um to obviously be able to go there and and access what you need to access whether you want to go and grab a coffee or a Krispy Kreme or if you want New oh. look, whatever you want to do, do you know what I mean? All those things are there for you. So Krispy Kreme on days like the Krispy near... Kreme. What's the one? Nothing. Uh for those that aren't interested in Krispy Kreme, you might want to pause this or just fast forward. But um so when the, when they first launched, when they first opened one up here, there was one. It wasn't a donut. It was like it was it was a chocolate fudge cake, but in the shape of a donut. That's that only, Krispy Kreme. No, they did it like they did it only for like a short time, and honestly, it was amazing. After that, I think I've, I would probably go as far as to say my two favorite ones have either been the one that's got Nutella in it. Oh yeah, I like um, that's that's probably actually no. I'll stick my neck on the line and say that's probably my favourite. What what would you say your favourite? Mine's is? the lemon meringue. Oh. Really serious? Oh my days! What? Nah, if, for, for anyone who's been a part of our conversations on on Skype, you'll you'll know that me and Jade disagree <laughs> on a lot of things from from a, a, a culinary perspective. We were chatting the other day. I think I can't remember how it came up. We were, we were deciding what kind of people we were, and you said, "I bet you're a." a, a or, no, you just put pineapple on pizza, yeah, didn't you? Question mark. And I, I was like, "Absolutely no. not." You nah. were devastated, weren't you? Like I even considered our friendship. Like I just thought, <laughs> nah. <it's... laughs> when I asked you what, um, what if a jaffa cake was a cake or a biscuit, you said cake. So we we, we repaired something there. I think I think yeah, that kind of fixed things a little bit. <laughs> I only because I googled it. Like. I, <laughs> But you know what it is? Jar cakes are one of my favourite things in the world, and I would hate to have gotten it wrong. It's just it's one of those things where I could argue both sides by myself till I was blue in the face. So I just thought <laughs> I'm gonna Google it, I'm gonna find out the proper answer, and then I'm just going you know, and I can be at peace with myself. With 
Java <laughs> Cakes. I can, yes, I can be at peace with Java Cakes and I can be at peace with everything else, but I cannot be at peace with pineapple oh, and pizza. Like, but can you remember, you, you caught us out, you I caught did. us out because I said I fruit you. has no no place on pizza. And then you rightly brought up the fact that the, the tomato <laughs> base is actually made tomato out of fruit. <laughs> so I, I was like, well, I don't have tomato, I have a garlic base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a complete lie. Like, you know, a tom- a tomato sauce is one of my favourite things on a pizza. Yeah, so, you know. You um, what, what I, I did. What was what was that one that you had last night that you put on oh, Facebook? What was cheese that Cheeseburger pizza from Domino's, man. It tastes like a Big Mac on a pizza. It's amazing. Um, um, I'm not sure. Do I not like pickles? Nelson, Nelson. Ordinarily, no. But inside of a, um, what's the little, yeah. the, the cheap little, like, a, a, a double cheeseburger or yeah. something like that. I like it in that, but I couldn't eat it on its own. Like, in fact, actually, are they not called gherkins? Yeah, it's a gherkin. Yeah, gherkin. Uh, uh, yeah. People, when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, what is that? But once I tried it, I was like, this is actually amazing. It's so good. Uh, could you, would you eat one, like, you know how they can buy the jars? Oh, yeah. I, I really like pickles. Pickled onions, beetroot, anything with vinegar. Like, you should see me eat chippy with vinegar. Like, there's... Anybody <laughs> <laughs> want a life boat? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do, do you like some fish and chips with your vinegar? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm bad. So, in terms of sort of just going back to the, the sort of semi-serious stuff, like, day to day, like, what kind of things do you get up to in the office or even at home? Because you're working from home now, aren't Yeah, so it were a bit strange for me because I started just as we went into lockdown. So I turned 30 oh. and then a week later we were in this global lockdown. So I was like, well, cool. <laughs> Welcome to your 30s. <laughs> so I was like, what are we doing here? So yeah, um, then I was sent home for a bit and I was furloughed for a little bit. So that was obviously a bit of a shock yeah. to the system because obviously I just got a, got a new job. So I was a little bit like, oh my God, what, what am I going to do? Um, but no, I was really looked after. Um, this company has actually been amazing. Support wise, everything. Like I've, I never feel, feel like I've had this kind of support before. So I definitely get the family feel from EC and I feel like I've been accepted. And now, obviously, working for Bolden and Sheffield, getting to know you guys and you lot up there as well, it's yeah. absolutely amazing getting to meet everybody. So that's been really amazing. But, yeah, working from home, I've done it before, so it, it wasn't something that wasn't unusual to me, but I haven't done it, like, full-time. So I think adjusting yeah. to it was difficult at first. But I think once you've got yourself in a routine and you can't, you're telling yourself, I'm getting up, I'm getting ready, I'm working, you're getting everything set up, but you've got to have that cut off. You've got to know when to put that laptop lid down and walk away. Because otherwise, me, I'd be working till like midnight <laughs> if, I, if yeah. I got away with it. That was one of the first things. I think it was Nikki who introduced um, me and you. And, and before she did that on Skype, I think she'd... She'd said, right, you're, you're going to love Jade because she like she, she finds it very difficult to switch off, which that's that's like me. Like, if the, if there's if there's something to do, then I want to get it done. done. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a, a nine or fiver, no. like, and it, it probably doesn't help my mental health and, and all that not. type of stuff. But I, <laughs> I just, I, it, it's just, a, it's, it's the way I've always been. Like, I don't like switching off. Um, when you say there um, about sort of getting into a, a routine, obviously there's a lot of, talk at the minute about mental health with it being mental health day tomorrow what kind of things have you put in place obviously other than getting into a routine because I think a lot of people especially working from home their mental health is going to take a a, a massive hit what kind of things have you put in place to sort of help you maintain 
uh, a sort of a decent level of mental health? I think it's about keeping yourself stimulated um, and swapping things around a little bit. So, like, if you are working in a certain room, um, try not to associate that room with work. It is very hard at first, um, but you've got to, yeah. like, know that that is your home at the end of the day. I think when you're leaving an office, you're leaving everything behind, aren't you? So you can switch yeah, off, yeah. aren't you? You've got to have a switch off point during the day. So you've got to say, look, by seven o'clock, I need to have this finished so that I can do this and have a plan for the evening. Yeah. Say to yourself, I'm going to watch this movie or I'm going to read this book or I'm going to sit down with my sewing machine. You know, people do all whatever it is you're yeah. going to do, but have something that's going to stimulate you after work and, and and try not to think about what's what's happened that day. Try and have that yeah. I think if you like me, I do reflect on my day um, and I can be my own worst nightmare at times. So I've got to learn how to switch off. But I think speaking to people, if you are feeling overwhelmed, you've got your team managers, you've got your campaign managers, you've got yeah. HR. Go and speak to somebody, go and speak out because they've got that wellness program and that's what it's there for. So if you need it, don't feel embarrassed. Just go and talk to somebody because as soon as you start talking, everything gets better. So if you're not yeah. going to say anything to nobody, nothing's going to change. So you need to talk to somebody, yeah. definitely. Don't keep that in. Don't keep it in because you'll just do damage to yourself. Obviously, you um, have a good understanding of, of mental health through personal experience. Yeah. I do. I mean, I, like, I, I used to run my own business like a couple of years ago and I had to just knock all of that on the head purely because my mental health was taking a, a, yeah. a massive hit. Um, and... Talking to that, like I know people say, it and it's it's one of those things that has become a cliche of talking mm-hmm. to somebody, and it, it it felt like it felt really hard to do because it's not one of those things that you is as part of your normal crack and your normal sort of conversation and banter that you have with people. It's not like oh yeah, I had a good weekend, yeah, I had a good yeah, I'm really struggling at the minute. It's not it's something. Not, that uh, you, what's the word you, I'm looking for? It's not general chit chat like when you say. Oh, when you're yes. passing by somebody, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not. I'm really brave. I'm dying inside. But you know, I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna say that yeah. to them in, in that moment, are you? But I think you're like no. me in the sense that I'm a bit of a um, Mother Teresa myself. So people do come to me for advice, um, and I'm that kind yeah. of beacon that's kind of stood there dishing it out and helping people. But I'm never really going right, Jade. You've said that to somebody, but why aren't you doing it yourself? Do you know? What I mean? It's harder yeah, for yeah. me to go and speak to somebody. It's almost like I feel like I'm defeated. Um, but once you yeah. once you do speak to somebody and once you break through them barriers, things do get so much easier. It's just I think I've got a lot of self pride, so I struggle to kind of say to somebody, "I need your help," or "I am struggling at the moment." Yeah. But sometimes you've got to just learn to get past that and and reach out because people are there to help you, and you will get the support. It's just that you you've got to admit yeah. that there's a problem. And once you realise that, that that problem yeah. exists, then you can get help. But if you keep keep it in, it's just going to get worse and worse. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the, the, I mean, there's a few sort of things you could say about mental health, but from what I've seen um, in the last sort of few months with, you know, people at EC, people outside of the business, just people on social media in general, is if there's a fairly reactive nature to mental health so give you an example sort of somebody who is really stressed overwhelmed and they wait until it gets Breaking to point. such a point yeah, yeah then they'll get some help i think people need to or people could do with giving the help and support to pre- not prevent it because i think once you realize you've your mental health is going to go up and down for the rest of your oh, life yeah, regardless of what you do like 
you've you've got to sort of like take other are preventative measures and things you can put in place to either reduce the effects of a, a, a trigger or you know a, an episode or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, people talk about exercise. You know, if people that regularly go to the gym regulate yeah. the hormones, regulate all of that stuff. You know, so I think the conversation, whilst yes, talking to somebody is still massive. I think there needs to be a conversation well, like around stimulation you know, again, like you just said about going to the gym. Go for a walk. Get your dog. Go for a walk. Go yeah. for a run. Do something with people. Sometimes it's really hard to like. Obviously, if you've got kind of social anxiety but try and push yourself to kind of get out there and do it when you've spoken to somebody or been around somebody you do feel better but do things for yourself as well and I think at the moment because we've all kind of been locked into one space and we can't go there because there's this restriction and we can't do that because there's this restriction it's making it harder but finding what you can yeah. do with these restrictions and going well, I can still yeah. go for a walk I- I've still got that option and I think there's nothing better than being outside it's such a nice such a nice feeling. You can cut yeah. yourself off from everything. Stick your headphones in. Music is a big healer. Get your on. Go for a yeah, walk yeah. and yeah, just stomp off and and put the world to rights. Do you know what I mean? That's what I do. When when you do go for for a walk and when you get out and put your headphones in, what would be if you had to pick either one artist or one album that would be your go to? Uh, let's forget the world. Let's just get lost in this. What what album or what artist would that be? <laughs> so, um, I'm actually a secret metalhead, so I love heavy metal. Yes, um, <laughs> that's what I was hoping you were going to say. I love all music genres, so I've done Download Festival, I've done Creamfield, um, but I would whack yes. on Slipknot, a bit of Corey Taylor. Yes! <laughs> right, right, right. This podcast is out the window now. I'm a massive, massive Corey Taylor fan. Did you watch the live stream? I've not watched it, last week? No, no. My friend oh, Kate, Jade. Oh, his new album, the... which is interesting is the word that i will use for that but oh, no I, can't it. I need to see I it i haven't me. watched that yet so he didn't really, he, he couldn't sing i don't know if you know that at the beginning of his career so in back in 2007 god i was only 16 i went to see stone sour at download and i was so disappointed honestly it sounded yeah. like a bag of swinging cats like he and i sat down really? with my arms folded i was so annoyed i was like what is this and then he <laughs> learned how to sing really? he taught himself he had singing lessons and then when he done it, now he's done his acoustic stuff. Oh, his voice incredible! Credit to him. Yeah. He, he knew he couldn't, and he went out and did it. But yeah, headline well, and I, oh I, my god, wow! But yeah, so so that would so you would go for, see that's weird, isn't it? Because people would automatically assume if you're going to go for a walk and you want to calm down, that are you, you calm down's wrong. You want to let go and you want to sort of um, just sort of switch off. Then people would assume that you'd go for a. A, a quiet or a yeah. chilled out sort of feel but it's we- it's weird unless you've listened to heavier music like it's the lyrics really as well it. you've got to really listen to the lyrics like the reason the reason why those songs are so abrasive is because they are about a lot of them are about mental health ironically so it's about how yeah. they're feeling in that moment when they are breaking down or they are having an episode and that's what that song is about and it's about yeah. how they deal with it and come out of it and that's what a lot of metal music believe it yeah. or not is that out yeah so listen yeah, yeah. really listen to the lyrics um because they've really helped me through some really really tough times and Lincoln Park is another one yeah. like Chester Bennington I was just yeah, gonna yeah. say that like the the, the hyb- oh. hybrid theory when I first heard that I got, I, that. I was I got in, to I was see them perform school. that live like I never never got to see Lincoln Park live but again it's one of those things where 
you, you know, like I'm an album person. I don't really like sort of just listen to one song by yeah. an artist. I'll stick on an album and like Hybrid Theory. And actually, Hybrid Theory was the first one. I think or one of the first ones that was for me like pivotal. And then the last one they did uh, yeah. was it One More Light? Yeah. I think. Um, like again, listening to that, knowing what was about to happen, I was like, yeah. my god. Like it's just, but it, it's weird how music that you've got no, you don't know the person, you don't know the people, but like it just connect you connect with it. Yeah, with you it. understand it. It's you've got to understand it one hundred percent. So do you, I mean, do you get much time to to sort of use music in that way to oh, to, yeah. to, to chill out? Or all do you the have time? I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be able to get through a day without music. Like music, life in in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, and like I said, I love all yeah. sorts of genres, genres, job general, that's not even a word. Um, yeah, like going like old <laughs> school, like um, I'll listen to Stone Roses, Guns and Roses, um, Bon Jovi, Queen, yeah. I absolutely adore Freddie Mercury, but then I'll listen to like Michael Jackson, Tina Turner, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, do you know what I mean? But if I'm in a good mood, I'm yeah, going to stick yeah. some dubstep on, do you know what I mean? It just depends what I want to listen to, yeah. But yeah, I love it all. I think it's it's more about how you feel in the moment when you're listening to music. Um, and if it's a good song, if yeah. it's a good tune, it's a good tune. I don't care who's singing it, what yeah. band it's by, what genre of music it is. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. And that's it for me. That's that's how music is for yeah. me. That for me, like live music for me, yeah. is the yeah. is that release. Like, you know, you could send me a link to any sort of album and I'd enjoy it, but if I got to saw it, see it live or at least watch a YouTube video of it live, like, that's my release. Like, that's how I sort of, like, zone out and, and forget about work. And um, So I think it's music is massively, massively underrated. There's, for, there's such a thing called music therapy now. You'll have to have a, have a ganders into it, but that is part of healing for mental health. So music therapy, um, I've, I've got a couple of friends right. that are doing it. Um, so yeah, have a look into it because it's really, really interesting. Yeah. Ah, no, definitely. I'll uh, I'll have a I'll have a look at that because yeah. I mean, two of my favourite things. <laughs> well, listen, Jade, I really, really appreciate your half an hour. I know that you've uh, you've had a, a load of stuff to do. You've had a very busy week, so uh, thank you for your time. Um, and we'll uh, All right, we'll speak to you very soon. Have a good weekend. Bye. Cheers, Jade. Take care. like to support the podcast please do so uh, if you enjoy the kind of content that we've been creating so far please give us a thumbs up on social media also leave us a review on apple podcast and on whatever audio platform that you are listening to us on it really really does make a massive difference uh, we're also this week running a competition on facebook um, for anyone that does leave a review to go on the hat to win some awesome prizes so if you head to facebook.com forward slash we are ec outsourcing uh, and all the information will be on there thank you so much again for joining us on the podcast and we'll see you on the next one